we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. You want to follow Strictly Anonymous podcast on Twitter? Follow the show at Strict Anonymous. Follow me on Instagram at cartoon underscore misadventures. Uh, if you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show. That's what I. It's supposed to be a call and advice show, but I rarely give advice. Most of the time, I'm listening to people talk about their secret lives. Uh, sometimes people call in for advice. Sometimes people's secret lives just need. They wind up needing advice, so I give it to them. But anyway, if you want to call into my show. Send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or click on uh, or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be in the show. Today, I have a guy named Charles who wrote in and said, hey, I had a relationship with a much, I had an affair with a much younger uh, girl after being married for many years and it actually strengthened my relationship with my wife. That was like the short story, but we get the long-winded story, right? That's what I like to do. Uh, We talk about how that affair started, why that affair started, like what was going on with him and his wife, because he was like an otherwise very monogamous guy. Um, We talk about how he met that girl, like I said, why he went looking for that girl, what happened with that girl, how that story or that affair ended. And what happened with his wife after? Did she find out? Did she not find out? And how did it make his marriage stronger? And a whole lot of other things. Because I have to say, he, I mean, this might be a cautionary tale because he has some like feelings still about that affair, even though it's many years later. Um, And we talk about all that stuff. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Charles.
Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey, Charles, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you doing today? Fantastic. Good. So your story is one I've had on before. You cheated on your wife, right? But every story, when you get into the details, becomes totally different. And yours has like, I mean, a happy ending. I don't know if we'd say that, but like, you know, the short story is you cheated on your wife with a much younger girl and your wife never found out, right? But you say that it made your marriage stronger, which to me is like the most interesting part of your story, right? And we're not going to go there just yet. I want it to sort of unfold, but that's the gist of what you're, we're going to be talking about, right? That's your story? That's correct. So how long were you married? I know you guys have been married for a long time now. I don't know. I don't remember how long it was since you've, you cheated, but like how long into your marriage did you start cheating on your wife? It was almost 20 years. 20 years. Correct. Okay, you sound so young to me. So you're married. When did you guys get married? How old were you guys? I was 29. You were 29. And how about your wife? 31. And she was 31. Now, you remained completely monogamous like before that? Were there little That's things correct. here and there? I mean, 100% nope. monogamous. 100%. Yes. Really? That's a long time. Yes. And everything was cool. Do you, what was it about like that 20 year mark? Like, was there something going on in your relationship? Cause you said that you met this girl in a chat room. So obviously you were like looking for something, right? It wasn't like she's a work, a coworker. Cause I think sometimes that kind of stuff could happen without you really thinking about it. Right. Cause you're right. with the person a lot, but you were in a chat room. So like, what the fuck were you doing in a chat room? Right. At, at that point you were there. I was a, well, yeah, I was experimenting with anonymous applications, mm-hmm. you know, like chat applications. Whisper was the name of the application that I met her on. Right. You ever heard of that? Yeah. I mean, all that stuff. Like, what is Whisper? I don't know the specific ones, but like, they're just places where you could go and like, just. So people post like sayings and different things, and then you can comment on them. And then you you form relationships, but anonymously. And then you you know, do kind of fooling around, mutual masturbation, whatever. And it goes from there. Well, let me ask you this. Did you, like, is this, like, because I know that you said you didn't cheat on your wife until 20 years in. Like, before that, were you doing, like, online hookups? Like, do you do you not consider that cheating? Or did that, even that start at 20 years and you weren't even doing that before? No, I think it was, I, I, just started experimenting with the anonymous chat applications and and that's how I met this girl I you know but I'm saying like you know because you said you did literally were like completely faithful for 20 years right like to me is a guy completely faithful if 10 years in he's having like you know like chat sex with girls online I don't know you know but like you none of it like you were doing nothing with other women even online up until that 20 year mark that's what I'm trying to that's get. right okay yes so what made you decide to go into those 
you know, rooms or whatever those are, you know, to start talking to other women. Was something going on in your relationship? Yeah, we we had a big fight. We had a big fight. And she told me it was a burden to have sex with me and that, you know, she didn't she didn't want to have sex as long as much as I did. And that was that was a big problem to me. Right. Well, let me ask you this. Was that problem something that was going on that whole time or was it a new thing? Did it happen start after you started having kids? No, you you know what it really you know what really happened was I I'm a musician. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not my profession, but I play guitar and I became part of a band and I was using a lot of free time to rehearse and then do gigs and she I think resented that mm-hmm. and that that kind of you know got her angry at me and she kind of just lashed out and said you're Told you the I have, truth. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> like she was probably always feel. I mean, listen, to say like having sex with you is a burden doesn't come out of nowhere, right? Like. Right. Right. She was probably like, I mean, she was probably feeling that for a while. Probably. I mean, she didn't tell you that, but like that doesn't happen like. Unless she's like a spiteful person, I don't know your wife, right? But like, Mm -hmm. that's like not the way a spiteful person would even phrase it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, but to say like having sex with you is a burden, it, it just sounds like what I think a lot of women feel that way. I think women and men are very different sometimes when it comes to sex and their sex drive, right? Especially when you throw kids in and older age and everything, right? So I think that right. there's a lot of, that's why I said like, it's just, that's when she finally admitted it. Because like, I think a lot of women would say that having sex with their husband is a bird. It's the big joke, right? Like every girl like, oh, I got to fuck my guy. Like, you know, I don't know. It's so, I think that most likely she was feeling that for a while, but because you were pissing her off by like not being around, she was like, I might as well throw this in his face now, right? But whereas before, when you were like the great husband, she didn't want to hurt your feelings. But now that you were like being kind of douchey, she was like, why not? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You could be, yeah, absolutely. Right, because yeah. it comes out in a fight out of nowhere. I mean, listen, I-, I think, you know, like just like her sort of burden comment comes out and it th- like you going then just because of one fight online to like, find a girl i mean that can't be out of nowhere either or just because of the one fight like do you know what i mean like did it hurt your feelings that bad that it made you go do that do you know what i mean like was there other stuff maybe like the fact that maybe you weren't having that much sex with her as well and maybe that you were detached from her a lot and sort of with your friends and doing the band thing that you weren't as close with her maybe it could be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely, you know, I'm a highly sexual kind of person and always looking to have sex and always, you know, if I can't have sex with my wife, then, you know, surfing porn and things like that. So definitely. Right. But I mean, listen, you for 20 years, she satisfied you. I was pissed off a lot of the time, but oh, yeah, you know, right. so I, that's I, what I tried. I'm right. <laughs> I tried. Right. So that's what I mean. Like it didn't come out of nowhere. It wasn't like that one fight. You, you know, all of a sudden you were a burden and she, you were going to go look elsewhere. Like you, you were, you, there was a lot of times where she probably was feeling that. And there was a lot of times where you were upset because she wouldn't have sex with you. 
I'm just trying to get these specifics because I think it's important for other people to hear, right? Like, cause, because you it's yeah. like people that don't want this to happen in their relationship, like, right? So you want to look at those things that sort of make people go down that path, right? And what was going right. on beforehand, right? So that's why I like focus on that kind of stuff too. It's not really to make you go over it. It's more a lesson to other people, right? They could learn from your story. So it's just like, sure. I, I mean, typically, like I said, sometimes like, you know, it's a work thing and sometimes something just happens. You're spending time with someone over time, you fall for them, you know, and it's kind of like an accident. But when someone goes looking, not that you were looking for an affair, I'm sure, but you were like going, doing something that was out of your character for your relationship, you know, most of the time there's stuff that's going on beforehand, right? So there was a lot of times where like the sex she wasn't sort of matching up to you, right? In your what you wanted to do. But you still right. kept it together for a long time. That's a long time. So did you have a lot of resentment? I think I did. Yes. Right. So when you went in there Yeah. So and your wife too, right? Because and she so that big fight really was like a turning point. But really what that fight was was the truth finally came out. <laughs> he had been stuffing it down the both of you, right? Like there was this problem. You're highly mm-hmm. sexual. She wasn't as into it for whatever reasons. I think this is a, a huge hugely common problem, right? In marriages. And mm-hmm. so then with the internet, you start, you, a person who's so monogamous that you lasted a really long time, even with like issues, right? Like your wife wasn't giving you sex. A lot of the times, maybe you weren't a hundred percent satisfied, but you still had never sort of strayed. But all of a sudden, how right. old were you when you went on to those chat rooms and you met this girl? Mid forties. So mid forties, you go online, you start looking now, did you have it in your head that you were going to go look for someone and like meet someone? Or did you think I'm just going to keep this online and it won't be st- totally cheating? Right. Cause I think there's a fine line with that kind of stuff. Right. Like what did you like? What were your intentions? Yeah. I mean, I, I was just, I was just fooling around at first. I didn't really have true intentions to meet someone in real life. Mm hmm. You were just thinking but, you'll just have a little fun with a stranger online. Yeah, and and I, I got pretty good at it actually. I got good at, you know, creating those interactions and and moving from kind of friendship to sexual stuff, and then and then you know doing kind of mutual masturbation chat, sharing pictures, those sorts of things. Right. Now, when you were crossing those lines, did you feel guilty as, or was it just like exciting, like no guilt whatsoever? Like, what were you, what was your experience? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't really feel that guilty. I Maybe mm-hmm. I should have. No, I don't I, think so. I, 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 I didn't. I, 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 you know, I, I didn't think I was really crossing a line. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's not. Not the best thing to be doing. But. Right. But you don't think, well, <laughs> I'm asking because I think a lot of people wouldn't think like there's a two, I think, it, like I said, it's a, it's sort of like a gray area. Like would some people think that's totally cheating and some people might not think it is, you know? So I'm just asking because I wonder if like, you know, you as someone that's like very monogamous by nature, right? Felt mm-hmm. bad about that. I'm assuming that it was like more when you cross the line, maybe because I'm, I'm thinking like once you got into this whole thing, that fight blew over, right? And things went kind of back to normal with your wife, did it? No. No? Mm-mm. That wife, that no. fight really sort of changed things? Yep. Yep. In what sense? I was like, I'm going to show her I'm not having sex with her now. She's going to have to come beg, beg for it. And and did she? 
No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> you showed her. <laughs> oh, yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. All right, so she didn't come back begging for it. You were, like, still angry. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for her to come back. Oh, my God, she's it. not coming back. <laughs> Uh, wait so you're online how long are you like just sort of chatting with other girls doing the mutual masturbation thing and how are you hiding all this shit from your wife do you have your own you're doing it on your own computer like because it starts to get a little dangerous when you're exchanging pictures and all that stuff yeah. right like it's how on do the you, phone it's all it's on, on your phone, phone? Not, yeah on, on. and is your yeah. phone locked how do a couple married couples do it like is your phone locked like what if your wife picks up your phone yeah it was a, an anonymous application, so it's not. It's like all the pictures would go through it. It wouldn't be saved to my phone. Oh, okay. You'd have to go to that, and then there was password password protected that application. Right. Okay. So she couldn't get in. It was safe. Every you kept everything there and everything. So how long before you meet the one girl that you actually take it out of that? Like how long it were you doing that online? BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I think it was a couple of months mm -hmm. so i think i started maybe in february i met her in april we chatted like friendship non-sexual for quite a while uh-huh and then and then it kind of shifted a little bit and you know i saw what she looked like and well wait let, and, let me just ask you this do so I'm assuming because it's online, right? People could be all over the world. Like you don't know who you're talking to and where they are, right? Was this the first one that just happened to be like close to where you were? I'm assuming she had to be close because you eventually wound yeah. up having a, an affair with her, right? So was well, this, it like this, a weird coincidence that she was close or was this app like like separated by it, cities and states and shit like that? Yeah, yeah. The app the app told you how close someone would be was from you. It oh, okay. wouldn't tell you who they were, but mm -hmm. it would tell you how if they were in the same city or how many miles away or oh, somehow okay. it, it told you. So were you how always close they were. what was the name of this app? Whisper, is that what you said? Whisper, yeah. Does it still exist? I'm not sure. It might have been absorbed by some other app like right, Kick okay. or something like that. Yeah. So it was called Whisper and it would tell you where people were. And so um, and was it like known as a cheating app? Because this girl was also engaged, right? So, you know, yeah. <laughs> was it was it a cheating app? It no, no, it it wasn't. I, I mean, of course, anything that prompts social interaction right, can end up be, that way. Right, but right. It, it, it's not a specific. Because it app. sounds like Whisper could be a cheating app. You know what I mean? Like the name Whisper kind of sounds like it's something like you do secretly. You know, it's not like something that's like out there, right? Yeah, I think it was originally designed so that people could just put out anonymous thoughts and then have people kind of comment on them. Uh -huh. That was the whisper kind of thing. Oh, so that, right. That's So you could whisper anything. You could say anything you wanted. 
Right, and get and in the conversation. Nobody would know who you were, and you can like my show. social interaction that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, there's something to that. People And people really like to unload that kind of stuff. So this girl, what did she put out there that you responded to? She put out something about being involved in an emotional affair. She said something, I feel guilty because I've had an emotional affair with my best friend or something like that. Oh, okay. She was right. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea what an emotional affair was. So I just said, what what do you mean by emotional affair? Right. And then you guys start talking. And then we started chatting. Yes. Now, what was it about her that was different? Was it just the fact that she was like hotter than the rest of the girls? Because you said like other people and I'm assuming the other because, you know, locations, right? Other You had met other people on there that were close to you. Was it that she was like better looking? Like, why do you think it was her that you sort of took it offline with? Did the uh, none of the other ones were, you know, what was you, the difference? Well, I I think a lot of a lot of the interactions they would be what I call like disposable relationships. Mm-hmm. Like you'd meet them, you'd exchange pictures, do the mutual masturbation. And then try to contact them the next day, and they would just ignore you. So, <laughs> yeah, they probably. I were think like what was different about out. this one, yeah, I mean, you know, you're embarrassed or whatever. Mm-hmm. You, so, this one was more friendship for I think it was a number of months before we actually exchanged pictures. So we were just, you know, contacting each other every morning, saying, "Hey, how you doing?" Uh, you know, and then, and then. So there was no masturbation sex talk like you were you guys weren't going down that route. The with the other girls you did that quickly with them, right? But with this girl it was more like you were just chatting each other up. That was right. Yep. Mhm. She was having that emo- she's a she's a professional emotional affair person. <laughs> <laughs> That's her thing, right? So you start just talking to her and then she sends the picture first before you guys cross the like, you know, start getting naughty with each other. Yeah, so she well, I asked for she. We, she was talking about her dog or something like that, and I mm-hmm. said, "Oh, send me a picture of your dog." That was my kind of subtle start of sending pictures. So she sent a picture of her dog, mm-hmm. of course, cute dog. Did she know you were married? Oh yeah, I think she did. Uh, well, she did you told her? I'm just assuming, like, I mean, do you know because yeah, you told I, her? I, we were, yeah. Right, you were talking about We were talking. She told me that she was in an unhappy relationship with her her fiancé and that she wasn't having sex there either. And that might have been later on. That might have been later on. But it all comes out, right? uh, Mm -hmm. So she sent me the picture of the dog, and then she sends me a picture of her. Mm -hmm. And then she she asked for a picture of of me. Mm -hmm. Oh, she was... She was very, very, very pretty. Right. <laughs> very, and, very, very pretty. And I know you said she was way younger than you. How old was she? I think she was 25 at the time. Okay. So she was really pretty. You're like in your 40s. She's in, and you're both like sort of in sexless sort of relationships, right? Right. And so then you send her a picture back? Correct. And then what happens? What are you and on then, a scale of one to ten? You know, I used to ask that question to everybody on my show, <laughs> and people loved it. I think, but and I haven't done it in a really long time. But like, what are you? I I don't know. Seven? I don't know. Seven? I mean, okay, I, that's I, a I, typical I, I, answer. 
<laughs> I keep in shape. I think I'm probably a little younger. I have a lot of energy. Yeah, you have or, a I, your voice. I mean, you sound like you're 35. You know, it's probably what you 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 sound to me like a 35 year old. How old are you now? Thank you. I'm almost. I'm over 50 now. Right, but you sound you sound younger than you are, and I think I could like it's not just your voice. I think you hear someone's like insides through their voice you know what i mean like younger people um so wait so you're like at that time you're in your 40s she's in her early 20s and so like then what happens after she's your she sees your picture you got to be somewhat good looking that this young 25 year old is is becomes interested right i guess right yes so i i fully expected her to be like oh gosh you're too old you're right ugly whatever you know go away but she liked it Mm-hmm. she liked it she thought I, I guess she thought i was attractive and so we continued our relationship and then at some point in time after that it turned sexual and how did that happen like how, who, who sort of threw it out there first uh, do you remember even because listen that, i'm sure it was going it was there was flirting going on back and forth right you were both yeah yeah, I I kind of remember one night we just started to, to talk about it, you know, talk about sex and all that. And then and then we kind of had our first, quote unquote, mutual masturbation episode, if you will. Mm-hmm. So that's. Uh, and how was that? I mean, did you do it on cam? Like, are you watching each other? You're just doing it over no, the phone. It's, it's just you're just strictly talking. through chat. Strictly through chat. So you're just typing, kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how it started. It it evolved into Skype video. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that. that. So you start doing that with it. You do that the first time, and it's like, and then, and this is like the first ongoing thing you've had, right? Right. With someone on there. And were you guys uh, like, were you like, you know, does, is it the type of thing where you guys are like talking to each other every day on this thing? Like in your, and, or is it like a once yeah. a week thing? Like what's the, oh, every day. It was just about every day. Yeah. Right. So that's how, why it could really turn into an affair, especially if she lives close because you're like talking to her every single day. Is this at the end of the night? Or are you doing it when you're at work? Like when are you having these sort all of times. sessions with her? All times. Whenever you yeah. can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All times. Okay. So how does it when how does it happen that you guys meet up? Well, no, how do you get to the Skype thing? Like who's like the first person that's like let's Skype, let's send pictures, you start sending pictures and stuff like that? She she suggested the Skype. Mhm. She said, "Let's let's do Skype." And I said, "Okay." Right. And so when you <laughs> What do you want to do? You, right. So then the first time we Skyped, it was just voice. Right. And then eventually it went to to video and and it kind of progressed from there. Right. And so when you're doing video, you're both like masturbating and watching each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you guys had the both like the same kind of fantasies or the same kind of dirty minds. Like so like you, you were on the same page. Absolutely. Right. So it was good. And her guy wasn't on the same page as her, obviously. Right. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I can't wait to find out if she wound up marrying him. But anyway, don't don't tell me yet. So okay. uh, so then so how long do you guys are you guys like skyping before you wind up meeting up? It was a couple of months. Mm-hmm. 
it was, it was a couple of months, I think. And at that point, after doing that for a couple of months, you must be so jonesing for each other, right? Yeah. Yeah. And who's the one that threw it out there like we should meet up? I think it was her. Mm-hmm. I think it was her. Yeah, I think she was like, let's, uh, you know, let, let's meet up. And and then we did. And where did you meet up the first time? Like, do you meet in a hotel? Do you meet in a bar? Like, would you meet in a car in a parking lot? Like, where do you guys we, meet up? <laughs> we met in, she was living with her fiance, and we met in their condominium complex <laughs> in the complex like a common room or in there like in the parking lot in the complex there's like a park in the middle of the complex okay and that's where we met okay where was her guy at that point he he often traveled so he was out of town okay but that's still dangerous it's a little dangerous what if someone sees I, her I, she's a she's a she likes that she lives on the edge <laughs> mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. Well, we were in the dark, and still. Anyway, so okay, so she brings. You know what it is? I forget. I'm so old too that I forget what it's like when you're in 25. You don't think of shit the way you think of it when you're older. You know what I mean? Um, That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. You're just more carefree. So she, you meet her there in the dark, like on a park bench. Do you guys fool around, or just like you know that first time? What happened? Yeah, we just we hold we hold each other, kiss each other. That kind of thing just made out. We didn't do anything sexual. She wanted to. Mm-hmm. But like you said, I mean, she was like, oh, why don't I give you a blowjob right here? <laughs> I'm like, uh, well, I'm not sure. <laughs> and you're like the old man that's thinking it through, right? Like if you were 25, that's you would have right. totally let her blow you, right? That's right. Right. That's we're right. Just, we're just old. That's what it is. Yeah. So didn't. Didn't do anything past that. Just kissed her and, you know, held her, filled her up a little bit. That's about it. And then, But listen, I the think- fact that you guys, like, met up and didn't, like, go to your car and, like, fuck the first time, it really shows that, like, you guys, like, had feelings for each other, right? Because it, it's like you guys were just, like, holding each other. You know, that's, like, romantic kind of stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. So your, your affair right. had already started. We had an emotional affair first, right? Yeah, for sure. That was, like I said, her sort of thing. So Mm -hmm. did you know whether she was having that emotional, like, did you ever get the details about that emotional affair with her best friend? I did. Yeah, she had told me something about it, but it. I don't remember too many details. But like it wasn't going on at the same time, like you became like the the guy. (laughs) That you know. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that first time you guys don't have like full on sex and you meet, but like where did you, what what happened the second time? Like when does it sort of evolve into you guys have the first, the first time you guys have sex and where do you do it? Yeah. So the second time it was, it was a similar scenario. I came at night. We met, we met each other. She came in my car and she blew me in the car. Mm-hmm. So did she give good head? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> really? Okay. Oh, my God. Yes. And it must have been amazing because, like, you've been with the same woman for 20 years, right? This is, like, the first time that somebody else. Right. Right? Is going down right. on you. 
Yep. So it was yep. amazing. Yep. Okay. And this and is, then, yeah, go on. Go ahead. And then later, later, I think that week, we went out to a really nice restaurant and then went to a hotel and then we really had sex. So in a restaurant, like in your town? Close, yeah. Okay, and you had dinner. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a date. That's a little dangerous too because I don't know. I overthink things. Like I'd be like, what if someone you know walks in? So you guys go out to dinner and then you take her to the hotel and you have sex and the sex was amazing? Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. She, she had no inhibitions. She was, oh my God. I mean, she was so wet when we got there. It was just unbelievable. Well, you know, I always say it is sad, but true, but like cheating sex, unfortunately, like that, because it has so much build up and there's just so much more to it sometimes compared to regular sex. It's terrible to say, right? Oh, yeah. But there's a, there's a feeling to it that sometimes it's like, it's, it's much more intense. It can be sometimes. It was absolutely. Right. So, and how long do you spend with her? Because I mean, I'm assuming you're lying to your wife and telling her you're someplace else, right? Like, how long do you guys spend that first night in the hotel after dinner? Like, where are you supposed to be? Where did you tell your wife you were going? Yeah, it was a couple of hours. I was out with friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you go back home now. Like, did you shower? Like, were you afraid of getting busted at this point? Or no, my my wife doesn't like kiss me when I come out in the door or anything like that I, I had no fear that she would smell anything on me because remember at the time we were not really you're still interacting not, very well yeah. right you're still months after that fight you're still not talking well like because of that fight Did, I'm still waiting guys... for her to beg me I know but that's hilarious <laughs> I mean were you guys like the type of couple that never fought that one fight would get you guys so mad at each other for so long <sighs> You know, we fight over little things, but yeah, I mean, not really big things. Right. Like that was like a big fight. And because she threw out some truth that was, she was like sort of sitting on that. It was, it really sort of damaged your relationship. That's the problem with keeping things like that, that inside. And I think a lot of people do, and I understand Mm -hmm. why people do, you know, but then when it comes out, it can be so damaging, right? Because it's almost like comes out of nowhere to you, right? But it probably wasn't coming out of nowhere, you know? Um, but you guys weren't sort of communicating about like this problem, right? Because it's right. in a way you didn't know it was a burden because you were always frustrated. You were frustrated because there was plenty of times she didn't want to have sex, you know? So it was kind of like always like in, in your face, but it it was finally sort of spoken out loud and both of you didn't want to hear it. Right. Right. So you, you're coming home, you're fine. And I'm assuming you're not feeling guilty about this because you're just like invested in her at this point, right? The new girl, I mean. <laughs> I felt guilty, a little guilty, sure. You did? But I did, yeah. In the beginning or the whole time? You know, it was funny. I, I thought like, I don't know, maybe this is this is interesting to you. But yeah. I, I thought that like... When I fucked her, it would just be, I would just be overridden with guilt and I wouldn't be able to go through with it. And, you know, my dick would turn soft and I wouldn't be able to, right? you know, Perform. but 
No, it was the opposite. Yeah, exact opposite. <laughs> it was unbelievable. It was yeah. Right. So now you're feeling guilty because you you really fucking like it, and like that didn't happen to you, right? Is like maybe that's what you're feeling guilty about, not yeah. feeling guilty enough to not do it, right? Yes, correct. Um, and what if, and I don't know, I mean, like you didn't, I don't know if you, I mean, was she feeling guilty with that relationship that she had? I mean, you, you had a, like a, a long-term marriage. You and your wife have kids. Yeah. You have kids. Right. So like, I mean, you have like this family and this, like, I mean, but what about her with that guy? Did she wind up marrying that guy? No. Okay. So did things go okay? So I mean, was she wasn't feeling guilty because she didn't have a good relationship with that guy? I mean, if you're having problems like that before, uh, just when you're engaged, I mean, that's not really such a stable relationship, right? Yeah, I mean, it it was it was an abusive relationship. Oh, it was. I don't I don't believe it was physically abusive, but it was definitely emotionally abusive. Right. He he was older. Similar to me, similar mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. The breadwinner, he made a lot of money, and she was just luggage that he carted around. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And so, so, so she I, wasn't fulfilled on a lot. That's why she was having these emotional relationships. I mean, a woman's not going to go have an emotional relationship unless she, if she's getting those needs met at home. I mean, that's like if a girl's doing that. Because my brother's wife cheated on him, and. It was because, and it was a lot of it was that kind of a thing because he just doesn't like attach to girls that way. You know what I mean? He wasn't attached to her in an emotional mm-hmm. way, you know? And I was always right. like, I'm sorry, but like a girl's in a potted plant. Like you can't just come home and water it once a day. You know, like a woman requires mm-hmm. uh, a lot, much more than a man, you know, in a certain way, right? To keep her satisfied, right? So if a woman's going right. out and having all these emotional relationships like she was, that's a very bad thing, you know? I mean, you got to take care of that part of things with a woman or else, right. you know, when she starts to have that, that's a, that's a, that's bad. So that guy wasn't sort of fulfilling her at all in any way. Um, so now after you, so once you, after that initial time that you did it and you come home and your wife, like how long, first of all, how long did this affair last with the, with the girl? It was, I don't know, a year and a half, but she, she ended up leaving. She ended up leaving the area where I lived. Why did the relationship end and then she split or like, why did she not your relationship with her? Like the relationship Uh with the guy, is that what happened? Then she had to move. No, she went and followed the guy. Oh, okay. So she was still with him. Or was carted around by the guy. (laughs) All right. Like her luggage. Well, you know, he takes his luggage with him. Right. (laughs) Right. So I think it was just a couple of months we were fooling around and then she says to me, I have to talk to you. We have a really big problem. And here I'm thinking, oh, my God, she's pregnant. Oh, oh, right. Oh, my God, she's pregnant. Why were you not using condoms? No. Yeah, nobody uses condoms. That's just a fact. Everyone's got to know this. This is the fact. Nobody uses. Condoms. She was, she was on, she was on the pill. Right, but still, there's other things. But nobody fucking cares. It's it's across the board. It's just the way that it goes. And we right. Yeah. So, it, but it wasn't that she was pregnant. It was right. that that she she needed to leave. Mm-hmm. Because she was still financially attached to this guy, and she 
and, wanted them. And how far was she going? Like far? Far. Okay, now you must have away. been right. You must have been devastated. No, I was relieved. Oh, interesting. Okay, right. I can I see that too. I was looking for a way out. I was looking for a way out. Why? I Let mean, me ask I, you this: Was it too good? Because and she you was were pushing. Like... She wanted. She had this whole vision of me leaving my wife and oh. us getting married and starting a family and all this other stuff. Uh, why is my mind my mind didn't even go there that's so weird like i don't know what's my problem today i'm like not on it of course that was gonna happen because she's having the emotional so she winds up to really care about you and you're and what about you were you did you really care about her or was it just like you were getting i mean she's having this emotional affair and it and you you're th- the sex is involved in it for you was it like you're having a sexual affair and like okay the emotional stuff came along with it or did you really like her? I really liked her. But I really you, liked did her. Did you fall in? But let me. But did you fall in love with her a, a little bit at all, or was I think so? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, but you still though felt like she was pressuring you, and it was getting too messy, and wanted out, even though you cared about her a lot. Right. Now, what was she? So after a couple of months, like what starts to happen with her that you're like, oh god, I gotta get the fuck out. It was. Well, she was she was a little bit overbearing. Like she would <laughs> insist that I contact her every day. Right. And some days I didn't feel like contacting her. Right. And she would get upset. Well, let me ask you this. Probably, you know, this is the way women are wired. Like we can't go backwards. Like you can't go from contacting us every day and then you take that away and contact us only three days a week. You know what I mean? Like it's okay to start with three days and then you build up to the, well, you don't have to worry about it. You're married, right? So you're right. You don't have to deal with that (laughs) shit. But in the dating world, you can't do that. Do you know what I mean? That will drive a woman fucking nuts. You can't like backtrack, you know? So you, the problem, what I'm trying to say is like you guys spent a lot of time, like you were contacting her every day, right? Right. This, you know, and then like a couple months later, now you're used to this. You got her right. And now sometimes you don't want to contact her. That's not going to be that great for the girl. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this stuff happens. I'm not saying, you know, it's just interesting. Right. So right. she was freaking out when you wouldn't contact her. Right. Because now she's like really into you. Right. You know, and um, this girl probably it's probably drove her crazy because now here she is like invested emotionally in a guy who is has a relationship with somebody else. Right. So now she's probably jealous of when you're with your wife and now you're not talking to her as much. It's just like a, it's just not a good place to be right. for her. She was probably lucky, too. I mean, she probably didn't want to move, but it was probably lucky f- for her, too, that she left. But I'm assuming she must come back at some point. No, I, I went to visit her once. Oh, okay. Because you said it happened. The affair lasted for a year and a half. Well, the physical part was only a couple of months, but we still did the chatting, you know, the oh, skyping and all of that stuff. And right, after right. she left, yeah. Oh, okay. So she comes. Okay, so that's good. So she comes to you, and it was the best for her. And she tells you, "I have to leave," and you're like mm-hmm. relieved. Yes. Okay, and then she splits with that guy. And then you continue to do and you and like for you, like you never got caught by your wife, right? That's right. 
She never caught like did. I'm hoping at this point where you're what you and your wife back on terms. I think you keep saying that you keep waiting for her to come back to beg you. So she never did. But did you eventually get over her? To- well, actually, I, I should take that back. She did. She she did. We're we're much better now. Yeah, because you did say on a, on, on some level the affair made your relationship stronger. Like, when does that happen? Is it like you know? Like, did you start to think of your wife differently, like, at a certain point in this relationship with this girl? Was it after she left? Like, how did that play out? Or why do you come to that conclusion now? Yeah, well, I think she, my wife, realized that, you know, there was something going on. Oh. She didn't quite know what it was. Yeah, well, unfortunately. She, she, she approached me and... She said, I think that the reason why you're acting this way is because of what I said about, you know, being, being re- resentful. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so how long into your little, like, so you you banged her in real life and all that stuff for a couple of months, right? You guys were, uh-huh. like, seeing each other. So how yeah. long into it does your, because you, in the beginning when I said, like, did you take showers? Were you worried your wife? You was like, no, my right. wife didn't even check it out. You know, when right. did she right. start smelling the, you know, something's fucking going on? It it was months after, right? Months after, mm-hmm. because I wasn't bothering her for sex because I didn't need her for sex. I right. I had you were getting fulfilled. You were I had my twenty five year old. Yeah, right. So, but uh, and then she just came to me and said, "You know what's going on? You always wanted sex. Now you don't. What's going on?" Oh yeah, if I was her friend, I'd be like, "What do you think is going on?" I mean, you know, <laughs> you know. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, she was. I, I mean, she doesn't know for sure, which is great, and she doesn't need to know for sure. But she was starting to be like, something's up here, right? Yeah. And so she would say, "Did she say?" And what did you say to her? Like, what would you say to her when she when she confronted? Oh, uh, you know, I I said, "Oh, I'm I'm stressed out at work. I've lost my job in between there, so I I was stressed out <laughs> about right. work." That's good. Uh huh. And and then finally, I I just just you know after it ended, I was just like you know actually I think it was before it ended because uh, the twenty five year old she was she was getting upset because she would ask me if I was having sex with my I told my you yeah that there's, time there's, I was. there's the the crazy like you're cheating on her thing <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. oh man she got really upset right, really because, upset yeah it's hilarious <laughs> in my cartoon it's like fucking funny but like when you're in it it's like it's crazy making it's not a good this is why you don't do things like that <laughs> right because it's like when you look at it on the outside like you're like she's getting like she feels like you're cheating on her but like she's the one doing the cheating right it doesn't make sense but it doesn't matter that's how she's gonna feel right so she's flipping out that you're like actually having sex with your wife yeah oh yeah and now did you start having sex with your wife i did right and how was it like was it better it it was in a lot of ways it was interesting i think the reason is is because i felt more confident Mm-hmm. You know, because I'd been with this younger woman with all this energy and I was able to, you know, hold back and have her orgasm multiple times. And then I was able to do the same thing with my wife and it it became better. 
Right. You were more confident because you had somebody like really into you and you could like, and you know, for that long, you know, you were like in a rut with your wife maybe, right? Yeah. She revived you. So wait, I, so yeah, go on. Yeah, what go were you gonna, no, you say what you were going to say. But I was going to say that, you know, there's still extreme differences between her and my wife. My wife was always like, you know, this is the way women are. Women aren't sexual like men. Well, I proved that wrong. Right, because, because your 25-year-old really was. Oh, my God. She used to call me up, and she'd be like, you know what I'm doing right now? <laughs> right. You she know, really I'm figuring, figuring my asshole. <laughs> 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 oh, right. right. And I'm like, I'm at work right now. <laughs> right. But, Send me a picture. <laughs> but this is the weird. But this is the weird thing I'll say, and I don't think every girl's like this, but I was like – damaged goods like crazy girl when I was younger and now I'm older and I'm and I have to say like when I was younger I might have been more like her and like just always horny like like guy friends of mine would my guy boyfriends would be like oh you're like too mod it's too mod like they couldn't keep up with me sexually you know but when I sort of straightened myself out right and cleaned myself up and I quit drinking I'm like a very different person now I'm a little bit more like a regular girl to the point where sometimes I'm like oh I wish I was like more fucked up like I used to be you know because I just like it was like a little bit more fun right like I was just like so overly horny all the time whereas I feel like once I wired myself properly I became a little bit more like a regular woman where I kind of like need to like somebody and you know and it's just like so you know it could be that you know your wife is there's some truth into what your wife is saying that men and women you know but when you're kind of like a little fucked up and your wiring goes a little off you could be a little bit more horny not to say though that there aren't women out there that are healthy normal happy people and they're as Mm -hmm. horny as guys you know but i do think as a person who lived both ways as someone who was super promiscuous and really into all kinds of sex and now it's like you know i still would like all that stuff and i'm open about it but i'm like it it, it's just a different thing so I, i i wouldn't discount what your wife is was trying to say you know Right. And mm-hmm. if you met that 25 year old at 35, like, you know, and maybe she would be different. Maybe. You know, so um, so your wife, so she leaves, you get back with your wife and then she stops. I, I'm assuming, you know, because you stop like having sex with the girl she stops questioning you about like what's going on because you guys start to have sex and it's really good and stuff. Like, does she get off your back about like what the fuck's up? Your wife? My wife, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, actually, I think I went to a th- therapist. You did. I went to a therapist. Yes. How come? Yes. Like, did your wife want you to? Did you do it on your own? Like, what was going on with you that you? Was it because you had lost your job and you were freaking out? Yeah, I had just gotten another job, mm-hmm. and I was, I don't know, I, I guess I was kind of feeling guilty and and was, uh, and was and wanted to do something to show my wife that I was serious about our relationship, so I, I volunteered to go to, to counseling. Because you guys, you and your wife were still talking about having issues, is that what it was? Like you guys were still... Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Okay, cool. And you were feeling guilty. Was this when she was still here or did you start to feel guilty after she left? The girl? She was gone. She was, she gone, was gone. But you were still Skyping with her and stuff. Correct. Yeah. Right. So, and so when you went to therapy, was that the first time? Because nobody else knew about 
I mean, because I know you said this was the first time you're going to talk about right. it on my show. I'm assuming you still spoke with your therapist, but like you never told anyone, like a brother or sister or a friend or anything. No, no one, right? No, nobody. So when nobody. you not even a therapist. Oh, you didn't. No, mm-mm. we talked about other things. Oh, interesting. You didn't even lay like you didn't even tell the therapist. That's that's interesting. Did you not feel like yeah. was your wife going to the therapist too at certain times, or like did you do? She co- wasn't. No, but you still didn't feel to tell him, her, him, her, 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 her. No. Interesting. How long ago did no. the fair? Ha- this is the first time you're really talking about it out loud. That's correct. Yes. Yeah, wait till you hear it back. It'll be it'll be interesting for you. It's it's. I don't know if I want to hear it back. <laughs> you should. No, it's so great. I have to tell you. I promise you. It's such a, it's such an interesting experience to hear your story as a third person, and you get so much more mm. out of it than actually saying than talking about it. I think you should. I think. Listen, I think you should have told your therapist because listen, I don't believe in these people that are like, oh, I feel guilty. So I told like, why did you tell your wife? Like, because I felt so guilty, I had to tell her. It's just like I don't think mm-hmm. like your wife needs to know, but. I think even if you have like a little bit of guilt still left, like, do you have, let me ask you the question. Do you have at this point now that you're past it, that you could see that your relationship is stronger. You kind of got out scot-free. Your wife never found out. She left. Everything's back to normal. Do you feel any guilt over what you did? Oh yeah. You still, yeah. So that, that's, I do. Absolutely. So then you should, I I would not suggest anyone go down this road. What interesting. See, that's I would interesting. Not. Because you can't get it out of your head? That's correct. Yeah. Yes. How long ago was the really, how long has it been? Did I ask you that? How long has it been since you the, that affair is over? Mm, I don't know. Probably two, two and something years. Listen About two to years. that. I mean, that's interesting. Two years later. Just over two years. Two, years, two years later, and you still feel really bad about what you did. Oh, my God. Sure. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, that's like you say, like, and you would not recommend it. No, it's Even, not worth it. It's definitely not worth it. No. That good sex and all that, and just to get your wife back. <laughs> like, is it, And let me ask you this, though. Um, I mean, you're better off going to a whore get and paying for it. And not and, having it. Do you think, what do you feel the most guilty for? Do you think it, because it was like a, a relationship and you saw the same person? Like what's the difference between a quote unquote whore and like the girl that you were with? Well, I mean, it, yeah, it, it was, it was an involved relationship. It was, it was heavily emotional. It, I think it took up a lot it, of your time. You were doing, there's a lot, a lot of deceit. Of, there was a lot, lot of, of deceit. A lot of time, a lot yeah. of deceit. And not only that, but on her side, I mean, she was crushed when it ended. Right. Yeah. So and you felt bad. You even feel bad for her. Yeah. Right. For what you did to her. So where is that? The, the feeling bad? Is it mostly for the girl? Is it for your wife? Is it split both ways? <laughs> mostly for my wife. Right, but and also for the girl. So you you live with a heavy sort of burden on you. Like I'm so. Why did, are you still in therapy at all? No, no. You. I need, went a couple of times and. And then you. Yeah, well, that's because. And, what I, the, and I went again. I went again mm-hmm. uh, at the la- last part of last year, but. Yeah, you need to go and you need to tell this story. You need to go to a therapist and you mm-hmm. need to confess to them and talk this through so you could 
you know, re- release yourself from this. Because listen, mm-hmm. you know, you get to eventually. I, thought that have was, to, I was doing that with you. You are, but I don't know. You're like you're going to listen to the podcast, but you know, see how you feel. But if you still have times where you feel bad and you still carry the, all this guilt, like it, it's not. You should. To t- talk more do you know what I mean like you should go mm-hmm. into therapy and see what you could do like I think it will be like I said very interesting for you to listen to it back I think mm-hmm. the fact that you were at the point in your life where you took you know the this you emailed me right and you came on the show to talk about it like pro- right. shows that you're like ready to probably sort of release it and forgive yourself right because you eventually are going to have to like forgive yourself for doing it. Right. But you're going to have to yep. maybe go through other sort of emotions before you get there. Right. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to be like, I did a bad thing. I'm not a bad person. Right. I mean, and, mm-hmm. but yeah. you know, I think though hearing like this show and listening to like all that stuff, like we talked about what was going on before and what was going on in your relationship and how, you know, I don't know, it will help you somewhat, but I don't know that it will release you know what you're feeling now two and a half years later that's hardcore you know you might need more than one you know hour conversation and that's what therapy is for but therapy cannot help you if you don't go in there and be totally honest you know you there you were like right where your relationship ended you know you're with your wife and you felt like the best thing you could do for your wife is to go into therapy but you went in and you didn't even talk about like the most important thing which was that you had strayed you know what I mean mm-hmm. and stuff you were able to mend things with your wife you guys are better than ever now but I think for you to be good with yourself like you need to talk this through with a with a therapist you know and I think it'll be very beneficial and it'll only help your marriage even more but you have to help yourself at this point you know because it's not good to carry around that kind of feeling right Right. I mean, did like do you do you like feeling guilty? Like, I mean, is it like do you want to no, get past it? I don't it? like feeling. No, no, no. Don't you want to get past <laughs> feeling it? guilty? Is bad. No, I don't like feeling guilty. But right. you know, I I have forgiven myself. That's good. That that's important. Because I realize I can't change it. It happened. No. I can't mm-hmm. change it. Right. I was extremely lucky. For those of you. Yeah. I think this is a cool thing. Not a cool thing. I was extremely lucky. That you didn't get caught because a lot of people do. I thought for sure she was going to come after me. I thought for sure she was going to do something that was going to jeopardize my marriage. Right. That's the scary thing about having like a, a real affair, right? Because if the other woman gets sort of hooked like this girl dude like it was the best thing that she moved because she might have been knocking on your door and telling your wife if she stayed and got really crazy about you do you know what I mean right and you ever rejected her or anything and that happens I think that happens a lot of the time you know and that's how a wife finds out you know so you know but I still think there's no reason to feel like two and a half years later to be still like I don't know, having feelings about it. I, I don't know. I think you should release them. Maybe this show will be enough for you doing it. I think there's something Maybe. to be said about saying something out loud for the first time and just really coming, you know, completely clean and honest right. with what you did and who you are. And then to hear it back as a 
as a third person, you'll it it that's so helpful you can't even imagine until you experience it. And that's what happens all the time with my callers. You know? Awesome. Um yep. so and that's why I I'll like take to your word for it. Yeah, you'll see. So you have to listen. You have to get to the point where you can listen. And then afterwards, if like two months from now you get to the point where you feel a little bad again, like just get into therapy. Therapy is great. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, you're not gonna have to be in years of therapy for something like this, but you know, if you still have it, you just go talk to somebody and come clean and t- just talk it out a little bit more. But you and your wife are good now. The sex is good. Everything's good. Sex is as good as it's going to be. That's cool. Now, are you on any I mean, chat lines or like are you doing any of that shit still? No, uh-uh, no. Okay. No desires. No doing it. No online. No, no chat not relationships. Nothing. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. So Hold maybe a, maybe a little guilt is uh is a little good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Maybe that keeps you like in the right place. Maybe, Maybe it's it's not Maybe. so bad to have that little bit of guilt left because that'll keep something. Because listen, there's all different kinds of people, right? I never, I don't believe like oh, like everybody should follow the same rules and regulations, right? We all make them up for ourselves. That's what right. I believe, right? And the right. reason why you feel really bad is because you're basically a monogamous guy. Like that's just who you are, right? Right. That's that's who you are. Like another guy might be able to do what you did and be totally okay with it, you know. Um, But for you, so I think you know the guilt for somebody like you maybe is just a little remembrance of like you know the consequences of like what you know you did, you know, and maybe that helps you to never do it again. So I take it back. Maybe don't go in therapy. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Okay. We'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. see. All right. So anyway, thanks for calling in. And let me know what you think of after you listen. I want to see how you feel. Okay. All right. Keep me posted. Okay. Thanks for calling in. Bye, Charles. Yep. Bye. Nice. Talk to you. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous.